Hi, I'm Lori Wright, also known as Not Your Average Grandma. I created this podcast as a place for women in their second half of life to go to to receive inspiration. If you are at a place where you believe your best days are behind you, it is my hope one of these episodes will spark you to think differently and lead you to a new belief that your second half may actually be your best half. I want you to stop seeing your age as a limitation and start seeing it as your superpower. You have years of experience and value that the younger you never had. So it's time to lean into that and use it to fuel your future. No more letting age or circumstances hold you back from the pursuit of a more fulfilling and fun life. The happier we are, the better the world will be. So instead of settling for what you don't want, how about going after what you do want? Listen in and let something you hear prompt you to take the first step in making the rest your best. Welcome to my last podcast episode of 2023. I will be doing this episode as a solo no interviews this week, and it is a little late, but that's okay. At least it's getting done. I'm priding myself on getting it done because I want to do a podcast episode every week. I don't want to miss a week, and I've been consistent with this. I've done many, many episodes that were two in one week uh, for the four years. It'll be four years in February that I've I've had this podcast, and so I want to get my podcast episode out to you. And I'm going to, I want to last one of the year. I want to wrap it up. want to, got to wrap up 2023. And then I'll do a solo episode next week on 2024. Because I like to reflect. And then I like to look ahead. And so this episode is more of the reflection. But it's not a lessons learned episode. Well, I guess it could be one big lesson learned. Because it's something I shared in my December newsletter. And if you don't, if you don't get my newsletter and you're interested in getting it, just go to notyouraveragegrandma.com and scroll down and you'll see it's just a very simple enter your email address and you'll get it. But I try with my newsletters to share some tips, some aha that I've gotten that is like a lesson. And in my December newsletter, I shared what a lesson was that I learned because somebody had posted on social media their five or seven lessons they learned. And it made me reflect on, I think the question was asked, what's your biggest lesson? And it came to me. It's like a download from above. And I love it when that happens, when it comes crystal clear into my head, what, what it's just, it just was a phrase. And as I reflected on it, I was like, "Mm, I need that to be my word for the year, words for the year, because it's three words. I've always done one word, but it's, it's, it could be a mantra. I want it to be my mantra for the year. And the reason it came to me was because I'd fallen into some old bad habits. And I wrote about that in my December newsletter. And the old bad habit was getting back into the doing, doing, doing constant, having to check things off a list and disregarding their importance, disregarding their value to me. And when you fall into this busy doing, it could be called type A. I call, it's an identity that I have defined called busy doer. And the busy doer just loses sight 
of the value in a task. And that's why we have to, if we want a happy life, if we want to have a life that sparks us, we have to always be in evaluation mode, reflecting on what we're doing, why we're doing it, and whether it has value to us and not doing it because we think it should be done or have to be done. Nothing has to be done, except I guess we have to eat <laughs> or we'll die. We have to eat and we have to do our business. We have to go to the bathroom. Um, but if you actually look, at, you know, just to stop being humorous, think about a task on your list. And what if you don't do it? What would happen? Would you remember it in 10 years? That's a good metric to check things with is like, will it matter? If I don't do it, will I even remember that I didn't do it in 10 years, in five years, in one year? Probably not in one year. So the phrase is quality over quantity. Because when you're busy doing tasks, just to check them off a list, it's about quantity. It's almost like an internal competition. And there is, and this is rooted in science, there is an adrenaline rush when you check things off a list. But at the end of the day, is it making you happier? Is it reducing your stress? It probably is rising your stress level or raising your stress level. And so we really need to step back, take a deep breath and say, hey, wait a minute, time out. I mean, think about it. When you're in a game, you're watching a game on TV, basketball just happens to be the sport on right now. The coach, when things get a little crazy, calls a timeout. Gets the team settled down, back into the groove. Take your time. The teams that do the best are the ones that set up the plays. They do it. They don't, they're not frantic. And usually when you become frantic and think of checking your to-do list your to-dos off as a way of being frantic because you're trying to get as many things done as you can. It's like trying to shoot the basket and missing because at the end of the day, you're not winning in the game of life. You're creating more stress for yourself and you're likely doing things that aren't making you happy. They're just being done for the sake of getting them done. And it doesn't mean that nothing on your list is something you want to do, but you got to weed it down. You can't do it all. So quality over quantity is my phrase for 2024. Uh, and I, I really came up, it came up in my head because I started to realize it was all about how much I was doing and not the importance or the value in what I was doing. 
to me. And I lost the quality. And I just remember it was one day I, I and this was before, and that's probably why it came as a download to me. Uh, it, it probably was a week or two before I saw that post on social media. And my husband made the comment about quality of life. And I don't even remember exactly what he said, but he sees me work a lot. And I love what I do. I love my daytime job and I love my side gig, my my passion for coaching, my what I do in the evenings and on weekends, and my podcast, which I do interviews at my lunch hour. So I squeeze it all in and I do feel happy with what I do. However, I feel pretty tired. I feel like I'm doing too much. I feel like there's things that I can cut out. And I feel like I'm not my best self when I'm doing too much. And I feel when I start to pay attention, I feel the stress in my body, the tension in my, I tend to raise my shoulders and not to kind of relax. But when he said that, it kind of made me, it resonated. It, it just stuck. And I don't, in the moment, I don't think I even responded, but I was grateful that he had made a comment that made me step back and say, hey, it's, it's almost like kind of cold water thrown in your face. It's like, whoa, you know? Hey, Lori, you're doing what you tell people not to do. I coach people to conquer the busy doer in them and become a sparked soul. But it's easy to fall back into bad habits when it's something we've done for a lifetime. And so I found three key areas to that um, when you're thinking about quality over quantity, that stood out to me. And I shared these in my newsletter, so I'm going to share them here with you today. The three areas were thoughts, people, and time. And I'm going to talk about these, th these three things. And then I'm going to ask you some questions. And I would love for you to take time after you listen to this and sit down and go through, call it an exercise, podcast exercise, um, but call, call it a quantity over quality, or I'm sorry, see, that's what I'm stuck with. I'm stuck with quantity over quality. That's, that's what I've been doing. And we don't want to do that. We want to do the other thing. We want to do quality over quantity, but call it a quality over quantity or quality versus quantity exercise. It's just something I thought of as I was thinking, I need to share what I talked about in my newsletter. I, I want to share that on the podcast as kind of a close out the 2023, because I don't think I'm the only one that has this problem. And then as I was doing my outline to talk about this, I started, it's just started flowing out that, oh my gosh, I, they should ask themselves this, they should ask themselves it. And I started to go through it and I'm going to take more time and do it more thoroughly, but 
things came up and it was very, very useful. And so I would love for you to take time and, and go through this, maybe listen to the episode again, but then get out a sheet of paper, get out your notebook, and then ask yourself these questions and journal on them. All right. So the three things, thoughts, people, and time. So first of all, thoughts, what are the thoughts you are thinking? We tend to think a lot of thoughts <laughs> and a lot of our thoughts are shitty quality thoughts. They are suck. They suck is what they do. And we often don't even have a clue what we're thinking because it's so subconscious, but we're reacting to these thoughts. We're thinking these thoughts and, um, and there's kind of subconscious rooted in our beliefs. And then we are responding, doing based on these thoughts, but we can reprogram and think better thoughts. And so one of the mistakes we make is with our thoughts, we tell ourselves, we think, oh, I should do this or, oh, I have to do this. And when you should or have to do something, you are probably getting into quantity land and not quality land. Quality land is when you want to do something. But thoughts are a funny thing. We talk ourselves out of the wants and we focus on the shoulds and the haves, the haves, have tos, because we think, and a lot of moms are guilty of this because we have been used to doing things for others. And so then we start to feel guilty if it's, I, I want to do this, but you're going to end up happier in the long run and the people you love will end up benefiting. So ask yourself what thoughts you're thinking and if they're quality thoughts or quantity thoughts, are they the shoulds and the have tos or are they the I want tos? And you need to weed out and pick the I want tos, all right? People. Who are you investing your energy in? And what is that return on investment? What is that return on the investment of your energy? So you give, or I'd like to think you give, positive energy to the world. If you have quality thoughts, you will give positive energy to the world. But you might be around people who don't have that energy and they're draining you. Those people are sucking that energy from you. So it's a bad return on investment. So you need to start to evaluate who you're spending your time and energy on and think about how you can find better people, more aligned with where you are in your life right now, what you want to call into your life. Hang around people like that. They are there. And you will be better for it. And that's quality over quantity. You don't need 20 friends. Two or three besties, deep friendships, that people that get you, I like to call them soulmates because my, my besties, I think are my soulmates as much as my husband is my soulmate. And so you need to find 
those people and have those deep conversations with them. So you know you're aligned. Feel the same things. Think, you know, you just, you know it when you're with your people. They get you. And that's where you want to spend your time and energy. That's where you want to invest your time and energy. I'm not saying you can't have other friends. But the majority of your time should spent with the people that are giving you back the energy that you put out. And you'll find the more you put out that energy, the more you'll attract those people. But there are likely people in your life that you are spending time and energy on that are fall into the quantity bucket, surface more and draining and not the quality that are lifting you up and challenging you even, making you a better person. And then there's time. What are you doing on the, your day-to-day? How are you spending that time, that very valuable time that we have? And I was spending, I'm spending so much time doing silly things. And that is worth evaluating. And so this is what I would love for you to do in terms of the exercise. Use this part of the year. So today is the 29th of December. So use this part of the year to evaluate how you feel. So on a scale of one to five, for example, because I feel, how do I feel right now? Five being amazing, incredible, and one being at the end of my rope, and three being meh. If you approach it as if you're an employee in your life, you're working for your life, how would you rate your performance? Say you're the observer of your life. You step into this observer mode. And you're looking at yourself. Isn't that what the guy did? It's a wonderful life. George, he he was kind of like reevaluating his life. How would you rate your performance for 2023? And then when you're thinking about how would you rate your performance? Well, what did you do to get to a better feeling? Did you just do what you had to do? Get out of bed? Go to the kitchen? Get on social media? just to survive? Or did you actually put effort into improving your life, to doing the things that you wanted to do? Want, remember want. Or you're doing all the shoulds and haves, and that's probably why you feel like a one versus a five. So give yourself a rating. Just make it a fun game. You can, again, do a, a one to five. You've got a five performance. And if you have a five feeling, you're probably going to have a five performance. But that's just having a little fun with looking back in the year. I really want you to tap into how you feel, though. That's important. But when it comes back to performance, these are great questions to ask. And as a project manager in the agile world, 
Um, this is something that you're supposed to do when you finish a sprint. You ask your team, what do you want to continue doing? What do you want to stop doing? And what do you want to start doing? Maybe one thing you want to stop is saying yes to everything. I know that's a problem some people have. And then ask these other questions. These are just deeper reflection. What specifically, and you should do this when you do the continue stop start, what did you spend your time on? Start making a list of the things you spent your time on. What are all of the things? And this might be something that you start and then you go back to. Spend a couple hours on it, maybe, then go back to it a day later because you'll think of more things. You won't think of them all in one sitting. So what did you spend time on? What did you accomplish? What did you feel were accomplishments in your life? Like one of the things I would say in terms of accomplishments, I did, I think this is my 94th podcast episode of the year. That's an accomplishment. I did a retreat. That was amazing. So what did you accomplish? It can be anything. It's your version of accomplishments. So what do you feel good about getting done? It could be that you organized your garage. If that's something that you wanted to get done and you did it, yay, put it on the list. And even if it's something you didn't even think you were going to do and you did, that's still an accomplishment. So that should be a long list, hopefully. Uh, and getting up in the morning, uh, yeah, but that's something we all do, right? So think of something that is outside of the norm, outside the norm of living. Uh, and then what did you want to accomplish but didn't? Hmm, that's very telling. And then after you've done those three questions, ask yourself why you didn't accomplish those things that you wanted to accomplish. Was it thoughts that you couldn't do it? Was it people that people were naysaying you, that people were not allowing you the time that you needed? And I think that's controllable by you. So you control your time. But if the people aren't supportive of you and what you want to do, that is not a quality person, right? In your life. Shouldn't be under the quality column. Uh, and then time. Was it time that kept you from that which you wanted to accomplish but didn't? And then... After you ask yourself those three questions, ask yourself what you value. What do you value? Because when you know what you value, chances are you'll spend time on it. Those are the things that should bubble to the top as the quality things to focus on. And why do you value it? Because you could say you value something, but you really need to get into the reason you value it. Why do you value it? 
Because when you know why you value something, it makes it even more so. So let me sum up that exercise. Ask yourself how you feel. Rate your performance for 2023. Make a list of what you spent time on. And then overlay it with that continue, stop, start. Do you want to continue to do that thing that you spent time on? Do you want to stop doing it? Do you want to start doing something new? And that would be a really fantastic question to ask and to reflect on. Maybe social media is something you want to stop or lessen, put it that way. Uh, maybe you want to set a limit. Maybe you want to start setting a timer when you're on social media. So you're only on there for 15 minutes and you're not sucked in for two hours later, you're still on social media. And then... After that, what did you accomplish? Make a list of what you accomplished. That is a feel-good exercise. You're going to feel really great when you start to notice the things that you did that you forgot about already. I mean, and do it, break it down by month because you, you guarantee you forgot the stuff you did in January, February, March already. Feels like a century ago, not just 12 months ago. And then what did you not accomplish that you wanted to and these will all inform you as to what you want to have bubble up to the top as the quality things to focus on in 2024. If you have the mantra, quality over quantity, while you're doing this exercise, you're going to find the things that are the most important to you that will reduce the number of things that you feel you have to do and reduce the stress that you're putting on yourself from having to do all of the things. And I do this reflection and I'm going to go through this because this is new stuff that I was thinking of that I want to go through. And that's why I'm suggesting it for you. And I've already started to get excited about the things that I'm creatively developing in my brain right now, not even written down, not put on any planner yet. But when you allow yourself this time of reflection and this focus on the things that mean something to you, that have quality over quantity, you're going to find yourself in a more happy and creative space. And that will lead to being sparked and having a sparked 2024. So have fun with this exercise and send me a note. Let me know what came up when you were doing this. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Living Your Sparked Second Half podcast. If you'd like to watch my guest interviews, you can find the video version of this podcast on my Not Your Average Grandma YouTube channel. Also, you can check out what I have going on at the moment by going to my website at notyouraveragegrandma.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at notyouraveragegrandma. If you like this episode, please mention it to a friend and don't forget to leave a review so I know the topics you like best and can bring you more of that content in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, remember to always listen to that inner voice that will never steer you wrong 
and make living from the most sparked place possible your biggest priority. When we do that, we make the world a better place.